So a couple of years ago, I was working with a client. Let's call her Susan. And Susan had a particular fetish. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the fetish was. You can, you can imagine whatever fetish you like. Um, but it was, it was. I thought a very sweet fetish. Um, actually, uh, not that you know that I would judge because you don't choose your fetish. As far as I'm concerned, your fetish chooses you. Um, and in Susan's case, I thought she'd been chosen by a fairly sweet kind of almost sort of Pikachu, I don't know, Pikachu meets Jane Fonda videos uh, kind of fetish. And I thought that was great. But um, the reason Susan was talking to me was that she was really, really worried that this was a sort of a serious addiction. And also uh, her partner, her boyfriend, um, was not happy with her fetish and was not happy with how she expressed it. Um, uh, boyfriend was um, a little bit more black and white and, uh, you know, you're either, <laughs> you're either, I don't know, you've got healthy sexuality, which looks like this, or you've got an unhealthy sexuality, which is, I don't know, has a fetish in it. Um, even a like really sweet Pikachu, Jane Fonda fetish. And... And so she was also, I think, getting a lot of pressure from her boyfriend. And of course, as usual, um, this happens quite frequently. Uh, she was sort of coming to therapy in order to sort of prove to her boyfriend that she had overcome or would overcome her fetish and she would become uh, a non-fetishistic person. Um, and uh, I sort of had to explain that. I don't know. I mean, we could sort of try that, but some people would call that something like akin to conversion therapy, which, as far as I'm aware, the BACP says, even just ethically, uh, is a no-no. So, um, you know, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be comfortable changing someone's fetish. Uh, so what I suggest was that we, you know, we explore the relationship to her fetish, to this addiction, which she was essentially being asked by her partner to... Um, yeah, to sort of put to one side and um, for the relationship and Susan being uh, you know, someone who wanted quite a sort of people-pleasing kind of person, I guess um, wanted to please her partner and wanted to sort of put this fetish to one side um, and but also was sort of being was having to take a kind of submissive position quite often um, in terms of you know a partner wanting to um, have her do things uh, his way essentially you know his you know my way or the highway kind of thing and I don't know I sort of tried to reflect back to Susan I said I thought you know this was maybe I don't know this was she happy would she not resent in some way giving up her addiction, if you want to call it that, um, giving up this kind of fetishistic relationship she had with this thing that gave her access to to something very powerful, to something, well, to the numinous, <laughs> gave her access to the numinous. Um, we don't need to say more than that. Uh, 
um, even though she felt a bit ashamed about it and all of these kinds of things. Um, but it sort of took her somewhere and it connected her to something and it connected her also to her, maybe her core being or her past or something like that. And, and so we sort of continued exploring it, but it, it, it was, it became interesting because it was almost, at some level, it was almost like, well, what is she more addicted to? Um, is she more addicted to the fetish or is she more addicted to the relationship, even this relationship that maybe, you know, a relationship that's not going to have space for something that really, really um, is, you know, kind of a, a key component of your sexuality. Well, uh, do you want to be, do you want to be pushing that boat out onto the, onto the river, river of life or the river of Leith? Uh, because it may be the river of Leith, which is, of course, the river of, river of boredom and uh, just abject dullness, right? Um, but of course, as a therapist, it's not my role to sort of say, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about I'm not sh I'm not sure this one's got legs um Susan uh because also she also really cares for her partner and why would she not uh give up her favorite thing to have maybe her second favorite thing but this the the second favorite thing is the also the more you know it's the one that the culture esteems more highly um, it doesn't, culture doesn't give a damn about the fetish because fetish is not going to necessarily help it um, go places or propagate new things. Um, it's just this sort of reflexive loop, maybe the fetish, even though it, it does require other participants at times. So it's quarter past six and I'm walking in the middle of Rickmansworth Golf Club. Um, <laughs> it's completely dark. Max has got a little, he's got a little red collar on. Uh, I've got a small torch. And it feels, I don't know why, but it feels like, it feels like an evening for communing, communicating with the night which I think is what I'm going to do.